Hi there, Randy Zuckerberg here, host of Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg, where we embrace newcomers and experts alike to crypto, NFTs, and all things Web3. We have a really special show for you today. I am just, I'm so starstruck and excited about this guest. He is 13 years old, but he was 12 when he created this incredible NFT collection, Weird Whales. So with that, I'm thrilled to introduce Benjamin Ahmed, the now 13-year-old coder and creator of the Weird Whales NFT collection. Benjamin, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me, Randy. I'm really excited for today's chat. So excited. Okay, where in the world are you calling in from today? London, UK. Amazing. And uh, I wish that we were sitting together um, in person having a conversation, but we're in this virtual metaverse cafe. What is your beverage of choice that you would that you would order? So at the moment, I have some water next to me. But if I'm sitting next to you right now, I'd love to have some hot chocolate with cream. Yes. Okay. Well, water is very healthy. So I'm very happy that you're you're making the healthy choice, but the hot chocolate does sound delicious. So Benjamin, I feel like I we have to hear about your journey um, because I, I don't know many other 12-year-olds that are launching businesses and huge NFT collections. So what um, what was your journey that led you to starting something in Web3? So I've always had a background in coding from a young age. My dad would often come home, bring out his laptop and start coding. And obviously that was a big spark for me as I was constantly seeing him do this both day and night. And he noticed our curiosity and he got us set up on a daily coding regime, which we now do consistently coding challenges every day to this day. In terms of crypto and NFTs and Bitcoin, I was born in 2009 and the Bitcoin white paper was released in 2008. So I'm not saying I was fully aware of Bitcoin at the age of one, but it was always something <laughs> somewhere in the background. And I can't remember when I was when the first time I heard of the word Bitcoin, but I do remember that my dad's friend, he'd organized the first Bitcoin conference in the Midlands. And through these connections, he visited loads of places around the world, made loads of new contacts with Bitcoiners like Adam Back. And 20 people around this one guy all became billionaires. I'm sorry, millionaires, not billionaires, because he bullied them into buying Bitcoin at $20-$30. And last year, this same friend of my dad, he also bought an NFT called a rare Pepe for $27,000. And that was kind of a spark for me wanting to get into the NFT space. I was both curious and interested in the same time as someone was willing to spend this much money on a JPEG. Absolutely. I, I'm sitting here laughing a bit because I'm thinking about all the other families in the world that are reading Goodnight Moon and like all of those children's books and like then thinking of your household going through the Bitcoin white paper. And I'm, I'm already in love with your household. Um, I, I'd love to hear about some of these coding challenges that you and your dad did, if there's like one that stands out to you in particular. So there's a website online called codewars.com and there's different difficulties to all these challenges. So obviously when I started, I do my challenges in JavaScript. I started with the easier ones, but I have seen progress slowly over time. I'm progress progressing to more harder ones. Mm. It's really, that's, it's really exciting. Okay. So why whales? Um, t tell me about your weird whales collection, how you came up with the idea, why you chose whales. 
So, in fact, Reed Wells wasn't my first collection. My first collection was called the Yeehaw Collection, and it consisted of 40 characters inspired of a Minecraft theme. I uploaded these manually to OpenSea. It was a great learning experience, but I wanted to understand how these collections were launching thousands of NFTs. You can't do them all online by hand. So I started researching. I dipped into different Discord servers, and through many people I met solely online, I've been sent to a radiologist from South Africa who goes by the screen name V. V had kindly shared with me this Python script, which you used to generate your NFT. So the way the script works, you put in all the different traits and base layers, for example, hats and costumes. And this script jumbles all these traits together and they spot, start spitting out into a folder. And I not really an artist, I was more interested in the coding aspect of launching NFT collections. So I created some simple traits in pixel art. So I found pixel art a really easy form of art to learn as there's loads of tutorials you can find online. I also went with a whale because, as you know, a whale in crypto sold with a thousand bitcoins. So I wanted to go with the catch line, anyone who owns a whale can be a whale. So I went with the whale, I did the pixel art, I mushed it all together using the script. And the second I saw these coming out into this folder, I was instantly fascinated. I wanted to go ahead with this project. So there was two other steps to launching the collection. Um, the next one was first creating a smart contract. And this basically states all the different information about the collection. For example, how the NFTs are in the collection and the link to the image metadata. And I also created a website using my previous HTML, CSS knowledge. And through creating all these different parts, marketing is obviously a big key to successfully launching an NFT collection. And my marketing was solely just one thread that I posted on Twitter. I posted this thread on Twitter on how I was able to launch a smart contract in the collection at such a young age. The thread just blew up. People were connecting with my story. And obviously that's linked to so many more opportunities. It's, ex I mean, wow. I'm First of all, I'm completely speechless and blown away by hearing you uh, again, I, I don't know that many people your age that would dive into the unknown like that, learning about a complicated new topic and launching something. Um, did you, uh, I, I mean, congrats on everything. Did you worry at, at any point where you like, are people going to buy these whales? Like what, what's going to happen after I launch them? Or were you just like fully confident? For me, selling out wasn't what I desired the most. I mainly just did this for education. If I really wanted to sell out, I would have really gone on Twitter, marketed it, built up the collection over a few months, then sold it out. But it just happened to go viral, happened to hit the right algorithm on Twitter and managed to reach my audience to a whole new bunch of people on Twitter. So when, what was that moment like when you realized that you were going to sell out, that you were this massive success? Do you remember kind of where you were or 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 what that was like? Yes. Yeah, so I launched the collection about midday um, London time and it was quite slow to start off with uh, one or two sales every hour. But around 8 p.m. my time, the sales just started kicking off. I remember I was uh, laying in bed and my dad had told me every time he reloaded the page, there were 50 new more sales. And it was such an amazing atmosphere. I went on my Twitter and every time I reloaded the page, there were 20 more notifications. So obviously that was such a buzzing day for me. Mm, it's uh, it's very exciting. Okay, but I, you know, it's like um, 
I talk to a lot of creators and it, it's sort of like the real work starts once you've sold the collection because now you have a community that uh, wants to hear updates. They want to learn from you. They want to know that you're still actively supporting the project. So um, what what are you doing now with your community and what is that like balancing school and running a, a community like that? So ultimately, I feel like the best use case for an NFT is the NFT giving equity to some kind of business. And there's, I would love to launch a business and give equity back to my early supporters and these weed holders, but there's two problems. One, I don't have the right business idea. And two, there's currently security laws around this. But in five to 10 years, I spot a problem within the crypto space. I managed to form a business around this and maybe for laws change. I would love to launch my own business and then give that equity to Weedwell holders as they supported me in my early days. And in terms of managing it between school, it's pretty okay. I come back from school, do my homework, and then in the afternoon, I donate a few hours to jumping on crypto Twitter and getting back into the NFT space. <laughs> do you think Do you think this experience has changed your path in any way? Or do you think it's just it's just made you even more hungry to experiment and learn about new tech things? I think this experience has just opened my eyes to how being early in exponential industries can massively affect someone's life. So obviously, NFTs and crypto, I'm willing to stay with this for the next five to 10 years, maybe 20 years. Mm, For sure. What are you most excited about with Web3 and the things that you're reading and learning about on crypto Twitter that you want to dive in on a, a bit more yourself? So there's a couple of things that I'm really excited in Web3. One is I'm very bullish on Web3 problems. I know problems are bad, but I love problems because businesses, you can form businesses around problems. So two things that have interested me recently is one, artist royalties. There's been quite a a bit of drama on Twitter of people saying that many people and many artists die per and NFTs made a promise to help help royalties to fund the artists. So I do think that if royalties were somehow embedded into the contract, it would definitely help an artist's life much more. And another thing that's interested me is also B2B NFTs. So I feel like in five to 10 years, most NFTs on the Ethereum blockchain will be more from a business to a business rather than business to consumer. Mm. And now... I mean, now you're collaborating with some amazing people. You're collaborating with designers who've worked for Marvel and Disney. Um, what What is that like and how did they reach out to you? So Weedwells had just blown off. I've absolutely lost my mind on that day. I cannot express how happy I am. <laughs> and loads of kind people had reached out to me. One of them was this radiologist, V, who had helped me launch his collection and he proposed to me an idea of a new collection but this time with some designers from Marvel and Disney and I instantly went ahead with this collection the art looked amazing and this collection had sold out within seven minutes and they've done some really cool stuff over there we've launched our own token we've even signed a deal recently with William Morris. Wow that's it's so exciting do you um do your classmates or teachers at school, do people come to you for advice now on, on crypto and NFTs or ask to get your thoughts on things? I definitely feel that my year have now opened their eyes more to Web3 and crypto, but I still think that there's an educational barrier. So my generation, we're aware of how 
um, our parents had just given their data away to Web2 overlords. So I definitely feel my generation will be able to adopt a more community-based Web3. It's just a matter of teaching them. And in terms of teachers, one of my teachers actually came up to me and were, they were really happy because they started investing in cryptocurrencies after hearing about my story and they'd already made £500. Wow, <laughs> that's a, that's amazing that the student becomes the teacher. Um, what what do you think could get more young people into Web3? You mentioned that uh, there's still a lot of barriers and um, you're right. I think there's educational barriers. A lot of people, there's a lot of steps to opening a crypto wallet. People are scared that they're going to lose things. What do you think could happen to get more people into the space? So right now, the space is very clunky. And as you mentioned, it's not quite safe for the average person. There's scams on Discord, Twitter, it's everywhere. Even just clicking on a link and somehow give a hacker access to your assets and your keys. So I definitely feel this space needs to become less more clunky, more user-friendly for the wider world. And I also feel, especially with my younger generation, we're used to buying digital assets such as V-Bucks and Fortnite or Robux and Roblox. So I feel like if there's a break-changing moment where a game implements maybe a cryptocurrency as a way to buy cosmetics within that game, that can definitely affect my generation. Absolutely. Um, I, I'd love to hear if there are other NFTs that you like or that you've collected um, or other communities that, that you're a part of that inspire you. Yes, I'm part of many different communities. One is Other Side after I saw that original trailer. I instantly hopped in on the mid and I'm holding my two other deeds. I'm hodling them. I think wow. one has a coda. So I'm definitely excited with that project. That's a wow. That's that's a great one to be part of. All right, that's a that's a mic drop moment right there for sure. Um, what what are your thoughts for other um, young people getting into the space? Do you would you recommend for people to launch a collection right now, given the crypto winter we're in? Would you tell them to wait? What, what what's your advice and thoughts? So recently, I'd spoken to Robbie Young from Animoca Brands, and he mentioned that Web three culture and entertainment they're passion industries. So you've got to be passionate about this space. Web three has to be the thing that wakes you up at night in order to be fully embedded within the space, even if there was no money involved. So I'd say if you're not interested about NFTs or computer science, find something that you do enjoy because you'll be doing this for the rest of your life. Mm, such good advice. And uh, how about, do you have any advice for the parents out there too? It sounds like uh, your, your father really did an awesome job nurturing your passion and your creativity and love of coding from an early age. How, uh, how do you think more parents out there could nurture you and your friends' passion and, and love? In terms of parents, I think they should definitely support their children and not force their children to do one thing in particular. I, I believe that children should just do whatever they enjoy, whether that's cooking, dancing or singing, because your work will be more like a hobby to you and then you become unbeatable. Great advice. Any final um, words of wisdom or, th or um, exciting things that are coming down the horizon for, for the Wales community? Yes. Yeah, so in terms of the Wales community, I think it's a five to 10 year plan. It's not going to be collection, a collection. I don't want to launch any sub subsequent airdrops to the collection that add no value to the holders. I want to really, in five, 10 years, if I'm allowed to do this, launch a business and really help out my early supporters. Love it. 
Benjamin, thank you so much for joining me today. It's really, you're so inspiring and it's wonderful to see that the future of Web3 is in such great hands. Where can our listeners go to connect with you and learn more about everything that you're working on? So I'm big on Twitter. I used to have 35,000 followers, but unfortunately my account got deleted. So this is just an no. example of how, <laughs> how, how in Web2 we don't own any of our data, but it really opened my eyes But I've obviously got gotten back on Twitter. That's where most of the crypto space is. And I'm rebuilding my followers. So my handle is at Obi1Benoni, O-B-I-W-A-N-B-E-N-O-N-I. I'm a big fan of Star Wars. Amazing. Well, I we all love Star Wars. Uh, so we'll be sure to follow you, help you rebuild back your, your following there. And uh, thank you so much you. for all your thoughts and wisdom today. You're so impressive. And it's uh, really a pleasure to be speaking with you. Thank you so much for having me. That was Benjamin Ahmed, 13-year-old coder and the creator of Weird Whale's NFT collection. And if you think, wow, you're so impressed by 13, well, he was 12 when he started it. So even more impressive. Uh, Tune in next week here on the Crypto Cafe for a brand new episode where we speak with all of the innovators, leaders on the front lines of Web3, NFTs, crypto, and metaverse. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg. Thanks for tuning in to Crypto Cafe. Okay.